Google wants to revolutionize the way we play video games. But is Stadia ready for prime time? Stay tuned for your Daily Charge. Welcome to the Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, November 20th. I'm Roger Chang. And I'm Scott Stein. Let's get to today's story. Google is finally out with Stadia. It's huge bet that we'll all eventually stream our video games onto any device we want. Now, the search giant hopes that this model will one day replace the traditional console, but it's launching to some really negative reviews. Scott, you've had some extensive time with the service. What what did you find? Well, I'm actually playing it right now as I talk to you. And uh, it's running on a serious multitask. Yeah, it's running on a MacBook Air. And I find that it works in the sense that it's streaming games. But what does that mean in terms of working? Because we've seen streaming games for the past decade on live, mm-hmm. uh, G- uh, GeForce uh, Now, NVIDIA's service. Um, yeah, uh, other ones that have come and gone. Uh, xCloud is in beta right now. Yep. Uh, PlayStation Now. So sure, games can stream. But we've learned over the years that that depends on the quality of your connection. And there can be some lag. In my usage with it, I was surprised at how good it looked on a TV with a Chromecast Ultra. Hmm. A little less impressive when right now it still needs to be tethered with this controller. Yeah, to a- that is, that's clunky. I had to go and scramble to find a USB-C to USB-C wire just to make this thing work. Yeah, to make it work on a laptop or a phone. Want to get it even stranger? You don't need the tether if you're using an Xbox controller <laughs> or another controller with this. You can do that on the laptop and phone using right. another controller, but you need the Stadia controller to work with your TV. Right. Totally confusing. The the one thing about consoles, obviously, you got a pretty consistent experience, right? You load in the game, you play the game. This is different, right? Your consistency or the the experience will vary based on the connection speed, right? So I'm using our office connection now. I'm playing Destiny 2 or I'm showing it. And the thing is, you can see some hiccups in in the way it's running. And that little bit of jitter, especially for for an online shooter, can be really frustrating. Oh, yeah. And for any game. And I think the question is, sure, that functions. But with Stadia, right now, you have to buy in to this Founders Edition package, mm-hmm. if you want to get into that, which has the Chromecast and the controller, you could just get the code for the, you, you could kind of skip that and, and eventually just connect online. That free tier uh, that they've been promising is 2020. Um, okay. So you, you don't need to buy all these pieces, but you kind of do need to buy the pieces. And you there's a pro subscription. Games are purchased separately. So I think that's also a disconnect because a lot of people think this might be like Netflix yeah, where that, you're subscribing and getting the games. That was kind of when it was initially pitched. That was kind of like the gut reaction was like, oh, great. Like an all you can eat type plan. Sure. But, but you have to pay full price for these games on top of the service, right? Yes. Like Red Dead Redemption 2, Destiny right. 2. And those are the top games. Right now, there's 22 games. Um, I played about six of them. Uh, it, it's not the latest and greatest list of, of all the right. top games. The other thing is that Google is promising this whole wild world of YouTube connections with hosts where you can dive into their instances, where you can have massive, massive, like thousand player uh, battle royale type experiences. Mm -hmm. That stuff's not here yet. What we're looking at are just pretty standard games that they are streaming over the cloud on their servers and looking sometimes really good and sometimes maybe not so good. I was more impressed with the streaming quality than I expected. And the controller, sure, it feels nice, but it's another controller. But if you're just, if that's just replicating what's out there, I think what you're really doing is getting into a beta right now. Yeah, it feels like this, a is, paid beta. this is definitely Google sort of planting the flag on the ground you know, for the broader future. But let's look at 2020, because it's going to be a huge yeah. year for gaming, right? You've got Beyond Stadia, we've got 
the next Xbox, next PlayStation. You said Microsoft and Sony are already investing in their streaming services. And then we've got a post by uh, Ian Sure today on Amazon potentially ramping up its own gaming service. Now, they've they've already got Twitch and Stable. And so the combination of Twitch and a gaming service seems pretty potent. What what do you think everything looks like? Yeah, and their servers. And I mean, Amazon's perfect primed to uh, to enter that space. They have the back-end system already in place. Yeah. And they could fold it into something like Prime. I mean, they could do, there's a lot of stuff that Amazon could do, and it seems like a perfect match for them. So I think right now you have a lot of players. The question is, where do you land for that? I also think you don't need to be going into the cloud. You lose the ability to play offline. And so while it's cool, you can kind of play anywhere. You do have to carry the controller and find a place with a good internet connection. Hey, we're discussing the the promise of being able to play this on your smartphone is fantastic. But like I play my games on the train ride in. The connection is terrible. That's why I I actually prefer playing on a switch. It's offline. I'm just playing like a dedicated gaming system. I'd love to have it on my phone, but the connection speed is just not going to cut it. Well, so yeah, the switch represents that proposition that was around from like the NVIDIA shield days of like this modular uh, type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have Apple Arcade and Google's uh, equivalent service, which is, you know, the idea of a, a subscription, but on the device yep. to download stuff. And that's kind of like the way that Netflix and other services work now too, where you can download and play offline. If that came to something like a Stadia, then I think you may get the best of both worlds, but we're not at that point yet. Maybe we will be. And where will Google really be? Because everyone's been giving uh, Google flack, I think justifiably, in that a lot of the projects start and stop. Mm -hmm. And so you don't know if this is something that Google's committing into long-term, even with Phil Harrison, Jade Raymond, and and the others who are in the gaming industry. Um, I think the server part is very important for Google. Yep. How much it will resemble this in the coming years, we don't really know. Well, again, and Brian's going to kill me because I'm going to bring up 5G again. Like, this is a service that seems tailor-made for 5G. Uh, the service... The, That's the other 5G thing. 5G networks are, are kind of out right now, but not really. Like, we're not going to get to a point where it's going to be mainstream for another two or three years. But I think that's right on the time frame where I see Stadia actually kind of fulfilling some of its true promise, that two or yeah. three year time frame. If you look at like the decade of yeah. the next 10 years, yeah. but things move at that speed. The idea of streaming high-speed stuff like this and have it work is really exciting, mm-hmm. and that could apply even beyond games. But I think we are looking at, like, the very beginnings of that once again. And so I, I, I like what, what Google's exploring with Stadia, but that's, like, if you're not buying into it. Right. If you're if you're looking to buy something, this does not seem like anything other than what a someone who's a, a tech geek and want to, wants to play around with this idea would get out of it. You can get these games on other platforms, and game consoles go on sale over the holidays, so like the, the price differential yeah. is not that great if you got a $150 console. So that's my thought. For the Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. And I'm Scott Stein. Thanks for joining us. Can't get enough? Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.